The Red Rum Theater, episode 104, Short Circuit. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alanese. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that help raise us up. Well, that movie raises us right and raises us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Short Circuit. Dang. So before we get into the movie, man, a couple things. First, I'm not, I'm not auditioning for uh, the late night FM radio station. Uh, I've lost my voice and it's just not coming back. I feel like I'm doing one of those, like, Delilah, like, keeping the light on for you. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. Uh, wasn't that a radio show, though? Lady? I don't know. Delilah? There's the a, hell are you talking about? I think it's like a national syndicated show. People call her and she talks to them with a sultry voice. Am I crazy? I mean, <laughs> that might have been a late night Skinamax college <laughs> no. thing you watched, you Cochino. No. No, I'm saying, this is like. Call I'm me like, with your best stories, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. This is a rated PG podcast, Ernesto. It, it's not like normal. It's so, what was she wearing? <laughs> I swear, this existed on FM radio, dude. It was like it, was, it wasn't like that. You'd call her and ask for advice, and she would like put out like love song. What was like, the one that Dr. Drew was on? Love line. Love line. That's what love I think line, you're talking yeah. about. Something like it's that. It's something like that, but it's it's not like love line. It's 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 earlier in the day. It's like seven. Earlier in the day. Love Line's like a midnight, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is on like seven to nine. Oh, okay. Okay, this is like, so, so it's like people are calling like, you know, I love, I love him, but he won't talk. You know, it's, it's, it's like, it's a crazy, stupid crap like that. Anyways, my voice is jacked because it's just jacked. So, be- before we get into short circuit, we want to give you our um, pick oh, of the week. Oh, yeah. We're going to give you the pick of the week. Something and with we- all this heat, it's that pick your old jeans out your butt. <laughs> Is it so hot? Yes, it is. Dang, dude. Dude, it's so hot, dude. Um, but Tony told me to watch like I don't watch a lot of movies these days. Especially when, honestly, I, especially when I recommend them. I watch movies I've already seen because I, I love them and I, I, I know they're safe. Well, I know they're I know they're good or decent. Like, I try to watch I try to watch Fast Five, dude. Why would you do that to yourself? I just, everyone it, says, listen, everyone, you told me. Do not watch any Transformers movies because the acting is so bad. Right. Why would you do the same thing to yourself? Dude, I... You don't even like cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, The Rock is in it. So I, I, I love, even The Rock. Listen, are you talking... Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, for a second, I was going to be like, you didn't watch Hobbs and Shaw, did you? No, no, no. no. I watch Fast Five. And the the level of just macho is so ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It, 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 it just, Vin Diesel is the worst actor I've ever seen. Everything but Boiler Room. He was horrible. Hey, Saving Private Ryan. He's awesome. Yeah, too. he was. Looks just like my little sister. <laughs> like my kid's sister. Um, he was great in that movie. And he's great as Groot. Because he's got one line. <laughs> it's a good line. It's a though. perfect line. And, it's, and he says it the same every time. No, he changes up intonations, changes a little bit. He kills it. <laughs> I do love Groot. Baby Groot's awesome too. It's like in this scene, how much money he's they making. They explain the whole scene. He's like, "Okay, I got it. I am Groot. You nailed it, Finn. You nailed it. <laughs> we. Yeah, you got it. 
<laughs> you want to do another take? No, it was perfect. <laughs> You're the only one in this whole group that's doing perfect takes. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Dude, Baby Groot, dude, so, so good. I watch a lot of movies. I watch Tremors today. I watch movies that I I, I already enjoy. I already love them. That are I, I know I'm not going to be mad. I just wasted two hours of my life watching. You know what I watch? He may have he may have been your father, boy, but it wasn't <laughs> your daddy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell me that scene didn't crush every boy with like, daddy issues. <laughs> That whole movie messed up daddy issue kids, dude. <laughs> the whole movie was you realize brutal. He sucks, but he was your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, man. You got a whole mixing board and everything. Oh, yeah, Red baby. has gone Hollywood, dude. Dude, I'm going to tell you, our people supporting the show allows us to, to do things in a better kind of way. But anyways, you called Who's me Johnny? last week Who's and you tell me you got to see this movie. And you, 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 and you go strong. Because. You came strong. You told me number you got to see the movie. The cast, I was like. Ernesto would die. And I happen to really appreciate the comedic stylings of Bill Burr. Which is crazy to me because, I mean, he's super clever, but he is like, he's, he's, he's abrasive. He's a, listen, but he, he's, he's so honest with his anger. And anger is, if I have a, like, a, a sin that's my favorite, it's anger. It's a good one, dude. I get, <laughs> I, dude, I get pissed on the road and I'm like, how can I be this person? <laughs> like, they have a uh, hand, like instead of me seeing a handicapped license plate, I go, "No wonder you can't drive, <laughs> dude." I mean, forget lust. Forget okay, for me. Forget anger, lust. I'm saying anger's for, awesome. No, I'm saying anger is the one that has my number. It's it's literally yeah, I try mixing both. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so <laughs> burrs in it. Pete Davidson's in it. Steve Buscemi is incredible in it. Buscemi is what brought me over the edge. Dude, he... You said Buscemi, he was one of his best roles of his whole career. And this movie's called The King of Staten Island. It is literally... Right now, there's no movie theaters. There's no movie theaters. There's no movies. Listen, I go to the movies every summer. I'm in the theater every single week. And I love it. Now, realistically, I probably... Especially in the summer, uh, I'll see a movie by myself at least every other week. At least I, I love going, going to movies by myself. Popcorn, I go to, like on a AC? Sunday at like two. Heck the yes! Afternoon. After church, movies are the best. I got dude. the two seats next to me are empty, so I got big popcorn over here, snizzacks over here. Oh. Got my napkins on my legs because I learned the hard way that I get extra butter, so it ruins <laughs> shirts and jeans. Dude, um, we were driving to Toledo, and we were so ghetto, we decided to order pizza halfway there and just get it and eat in the car. You know better than that. And so Angie's holding the pizzas, and she's like switching boxes up to give me... Where'd we, you get it from? Papa John's, baby. Ooh. Love me the Papa John's. Angie's Especially when he's pizza. killing lions and endangered species. <laughs> <laughs> we're dropping the N-word in the stinking Zoom meeting. Oh, that was him? That was him. He... Got removed from the board. He lost his own company for dropping an N word. <laughs> anyway, anyways, so so people, people say I shouldn't like eat at places if the guy's an idiot. If the food's good, I don't give a rip, dude. I still watch Tom Cruise movies, and he's a psycho. He's an idiot. John Travolta movies are incredible. Dude, like he's a Scientologist. Like Chick Fil A, everyone hates them because first everyone hated because they, they they supported like some sports. Uh, ministry thing that was like against transgender. Someone said they're uh, what's it called transphobic. Yeah. So everyone said don't go to you know. I I I've, I've my sister in law has been offended by me saying I eat Chick Fil A. 
And I'm like, are you serious? I, I can't get into that. So anyways. Said, Smell this burp, baby. <laughs> Dude, Popeyes could literally kill an orphanage full of kids overseas. <laughs> And I'm just gonna sit in line for 45 minutes for a spicy chicken sandwich, dude. And you're like, Papa John. These guys are sorry. Yes, I want the spicy. <laughs> dude, Papa John, that guy drops the N word. And, and I'm just like, man, babe, we should get two mediums instead of one. <laughs> I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm just saying, I don't give a rip. I just want to eat. You're about pizza. to get us. We're about to get some emails. I know time. we're gonna get so. Much. Listen, listen. We're, we're gonna get more trouble later with the whole brown face. Yeah, we are. But um, stinking. So Luther Crosby. We, we have the pizza right, and uh, we had breadsticks too. And, and so she put the breadsticks on the bottom for a while, <laughs> and I looked and I saw the bottom of the pizza. The bottom, All grease. It's. I'm like Angie. <laughs> like <laughs> those pizza. You put the bread on the bottom. I think you're in trouble. She puts the box up, and there's the line of looking like soul glow. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> got her pants on. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> she had to walk around all day in the mugs. Dude. We were going to the hotel, so she was okay. Okay, good. But man, dude, it got her. It got her good, dude. Oh shoot! But um, she's like, I told you we should eat Papa John's. <laughs> Oh, she was pumped on the Papa John's, dude. <laughs> like, throw her under the bus, dude. Take it was just the, it was the grease, dude. Um, oh, grease lightning. So, you see, so I, I rent the movie. Okay, Tw- twenty dollars. But it's like renting. It's a new movie. Here's the thing: you though. rent it for twenty bucks. I'm sitting on my couch. I got my TV tray in front of me. I got the awesome family video tub of popcorn mm-hmm. in front of me. Mm-hmm. I got Mambas. Oh yeah, I've got it. I've got an Eskimo pie. <laughs> Which they're, did you hear the change of the name? You're lying. They're changing the name of Eskimo Pie. Did, did that, isn't that dessert from the north? Yeah. They call it that because from of where Alaska. it came from? Yeah, I know. Anyways, they're delicious. So, what's the new name going to be? Alaska Pie? I don't know, dude. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Your <laughs> face, <Colby. laughs> I'll just say, I was thinking of Revenge of the Nerds 1. Okay. Anyways. I'm looking at my uh, my setup. I'm at home watching a brand new movie with all these snacks, and I'm like, you know what? This is worth paying twenty bucks because I don't. I mean, I mean, when the movie's over, I'm home. Yep. So and it's <clears> brand new, and it's a Judd Apatow movie. This movie would have been in the theater. Oh, for sure. So that alone was. Worth I 20 rent bucks. it. I watch it. First of all, this movie is rated R. Hard R. Dude. R. It's a pirate. It's rated R it's for Captain language, um, sexual situations. Um, it's rated R. A stroke. Str- I mean, basically, this movie. Pete Davidson is a is a classic millennial, and what's crazy is this movie is, is a personal work for him because he he lost his dad nine eleven. In real life, real life, he did. In real life, Pete Davidson lost his dad nine eleven, and this movie plays a guy whose dad died in a fire, and so he's he's basically he's, he's kind of be playing a movie about his own life. Loosely, being, it's loosely based on his yeah, life. Yeah, just being lost, not being able to find your way, just the pain and the, the hole that exists inside of you from not having, because your father died saving somebody else. And so it just goes to the... And, and, and the thing is, it's not like the movie's like, this guy's a saint. He, he, there's, there's scenes you hate him. I, there was a couple scenes where I wanted to beat him down, dude. It, the selfishness is unbelievable. It's, the thing is, it was very honest about... How he couldn't be a person. Yeah. He didn't know how to be a person. And so the movie is, and I, I think I know a lot of people who have similar wounds 
and ha- and respond to them similarly. And so the movie was it was educational, it was heartfelt. I mean, I was moved on multiple occasions. Not only that, it was funny, dude. It is really funny. Bill Burr, can- Bill Burr has got chops. He, dude, and first of all, that. That bald with the red handlebar mustache—that's a heck of a heck that of a is combo. A fireman thing, dude, dude. Is that really a fireman thing? I don't know, but he looks like a. When I look at him, dude, I don't think it's a fireman. If I saw that guy in the street, I would I would give him a wide berth. Bald with a red mustache, handlebar a wide mustache. Wide berth. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't mess with the guy. The hell does that mean? I'd, I'd go around the guy. Would, like, Where'd you get that saying? That's like saying screwed the pooch. Something must have happened there. <laughs> like. <laughs> Some there's some American sayings. I don't know where they came from. That's one of them right there. That I will say. There's some lady. There's some lady named Bertha out there. She's like you, Bertha. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Um. Anyways, anyways, it's an amazing movie. Um. It's again. It's rated R. It's not everyone can handle the kind of movie it is. Um. But I. I. I truly. I was moved in my heart watching it. I um. Yeah, Tony, anything else? I mean, it's just it's twenty I bucks. G- I don't want to give anything away. I don't give it's, nothing it's away. Great, it's great. Watch it. It, it, it. It's it's not a. I got a I got a new respect for Pete Davidson actually. After dude, I am not like a lot of SNL stuff. I haven't liked it, but this made me respect him as an actor and as a human being. And he's a writer too on this. He helped write this movie. Yeah. And, and there's some funny stuff there's in some this. Real funny stuff. Um. But uh, the joke his boys tell about his dad, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude! dude. I was sitting, I'm thinking though, the boys can be brutal, brutal, but they also got your back though, right? And dude, the boys, they're all like, what's crazy is usually there's an alpha male, someone that was cool. There, there was no one cool in their circle. No, (laughs) no one. It's they're all a bunch of the gang who can't shoot straight. (laughs) Is what it is, dude. It It was like, (sighs) should I throw him under the bus? It was like when we were at court to see our little brother and all the guys he was with were all chained together. They were trying to figure out how to get in a straight line. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's safe in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Short Circuit drops May 9th, 1986. Crazy. Dude, we have a lot of movies from 86 to 89. Because I think it's grandma had H- – thing is, HBO costs money. Money. That's when it why first we came video, out. That's why we taped everything because we didn't know how long the HBO train was going to last. That grandma's <laughs> dude. But we'd go to grandma's and she had one of those TVs that was like a piece of furniture. It was like wood had speakers built in on the sides. Yep. Thing had a weigh. Oh yeah, hundred two fifty pounds. Oh my gosh, dude! You could play stick because the uh, tube was built into the furniture. You could play ping pong on top of that thing, dude. Legit. Um, that thing was a house and. She, we had a VCR, and we would tape so many movies. And a lot of these movies we go through, we taped off HBO. And even the tape, we t- the, the the recorded version we had, it had the HBO it'd fly in with the I lights. I love that. I love I, that. That's when you knew it was going down, baby. What was that music? That's and then you like followed it, and then it ended at the end. It's the logo. You're like, damn, he got me every time, dude. <laughs> um, but we had this. It has a 58 percent Rotten Tomatoes, and that's of course just because because it's generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's going backwards. It, these roofs weren't released at the, the yeah, time. Rotten Tomatoes wasn't out when it came out, so they didn't get the you know the, what the world was at that time. Yeah. So 
Directed by a guy named John Badham. Now, John Badham, never heard of the guy. We like to call him John Badass. But John Badham is the king of the B-movie. Let's see what he's got. Okay, he got War Games, classic 80s flick. He got Saturday Night... the one with uh, Broderick? Yeah. What? And Ali Sheedy. Dang. He's got Saturday Night Fever, which is in the movie. Which is prominent in this movie. Yeah, because Soundtrack and visual. Because he had the rights to use it. He had to pay because he was the director of it. Then he has Stakeout, Bird on a Wire. Stakeout was awesome. Bird on a Wire with Mel Gibson yeah. and uh, Goldie Hawn, yep. right? Oh, yeah. Um, Putting No Return with uh, um, uh, Brooke? No. Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Seeking yep. Nick of Time. What? With Depp. The two-hour, like, real-time real movie? movie? Real-time movie, which was a good movie. It was awesome. Who was the bad guy? For Walken. It was Walken. It also, he did Drop Zone, dude, with Snipes. Oh, no. This guy has a sweet spot of, like, not great, but good movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're not change the world, but makes a stinking good movie. So this guy made a lot of movies that I watched in my, in my youth. I mean, I've watched, everyone I just mentioned to you, I've seen every one of them, dude. They're great. Stakeout, watched it all the time. Dude, another Estevez, Stakeout was awesome. He did both. He did yeah, another. It, it, he, that one was with, we watched Rosie another Rosie O'Donnell was theater. actually awesome in that one. We watched it at the drive-in. The drive-in theater. Yes, yes. we did. Amelia um, has that awesome mustache, dude. Those two are funny together in those movies. I want to see Stakeout again now. I know why you want to watch it. I actually don't remember. Madeline Stowe, dude. Madeline Stowe's in Stakeout? Yeah. I literally have no recollection of that scene. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Raise me right. Nobody likes Raise something right. <laughs> Dang it, Tony. <laughs> Anyways. The roof, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get your mind out the gutter. Man. So, so this so good to make you slap your mama. <laughs> so the plot of this film, it's a robot bred for war that comes to life. And desires to have his own life. Because Johnny Five is alive. Straight. Dude, that line. It, dude, Johnny Five is alive isn't until part two. Because he doesn't come up with his name until the end. I couldn't believe that. I know. The whole time I'm like, did they just call him Johnny Five? What the hell? It was literally the last scene of the whole The movie. last scene of the movie they get his name. But does the movie hold up? Now, it's an 80s film. Here's the thing. It's, that's, that's kind of a trick question. It holds up to us because we grew up with it. I'm gonna say I don't know if I don't know if the, if your kids watched it they'd like it. My kids would like it a lot. You didn't let them watch it's, it. Not yet. We're, we're getting time. I mean, it's not gonna be for them what ET was because ET is just like that high. Yeah. But it's a fun adventure. It's a it's funny. It's um good stakes. Good uh, good drama. Uh, real fear. Real you know real fear and like what's gonna happen. I remember right before the movie ended, I remember, oh, yeah, he does this. And I remember what he did to, to save the day. Because I was like, first of all, I'm like, how's he not? Oh, I was remembering it. I, I, as I was going, I was remembering the pieces. Um, but I thought, first of all, I've seen some movies from my youth that are just bad. I've seen some movies. The Garbage Pail Kids movie is unwatchable. I won't even try to watch it. I remember going to see it and thinking it was so cool because I remember the cards as a kid. Yeah, because it, it brought throwing up and poop into real life. And farting. And, but... The movie, watching it again, like it's it's terrible. I bet some movies. Have you tried to watch Howard the Duck again? It's bad. Oh my gosh, dude! This movie's not like those movies. At least Killer Clowns was still sweet. Killer Clowns was fun. It was real, dude. Dude, some movies. There's an ICP album where they they're playing audio from Mooney, and he goes. 
killer clowns, you say. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, this movie's not like those. This movie is watchable and it's fun. It's good. It's really good. Like, like the, my kids who have seen incredible films can watch this and still enjoy it. Shows a movie has some power. And the movie was a pretty good hit. It was. The movie made some money so much it, made, it, it, uh, it won a sequel. Oh, man. I kind of want to watch the sequel now, dude. Dude, the sequel. It's really good. The sequel gets me emotional when I watch it. Downtown. And it has that, the, the slime ball guy. I know him from movies. He's in a lot of stuff. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. He, uh, Michael something, Keenan or something? Yeah. Um, so, the cast. We got Ali Sheedy is Stephanie Speck. Now, she's. Stephanie. Ali Sheedy. Reassemble, Stephanie. She never has the, mo- the, the movie to make her like go nuclear. Her career never takes off and goes super huge. And I mix her up all the time with Jennifer Jason Lee. All the time in my mind. I don't know how. You must not have seen Fast Times Written on Brown High. I haven't seen that. Really? There's a few movies I... You've never seen Fast Times, bro? Never seen Spicoli, it. dude? I've never seen it. Jason Lee's in that? Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. She's Phoebe Case's best friend in that movie. Okay, so... She's in The Breakfast Club. Probably one of the most well-known roles she ever did in her life was that. This is a big one for her. But again, this is, a, this is not a movie life-changing. This is not a great film. It's a good film. Not a great film. She's in War Games. She's in Only the Lonely, which I love. Dude, she I was forgot. So... She, was, she worked at the funeral parlor. Yeah, she's so Sweetheart, sweet. Sweetheart. She oh. was. Had to deal with that stinking mom from hell, dude. Oh. Jim she... Belushi was in that one, too. Yes, he was. She was. The, she had a random small role in Home Alone too, as to which get, was great to get Counter Lady. She also was in Man's Best Friend with Lance really? Henriksen. She was the mom of the family. It's that big dog. Man. Oh or, man, that movie's rowdy. We watched that a bunch. That was like the um, Cujo for our generation. Yeah, the, the rip off of Cujo. Yep. But Ellie Sheedy never got her like big moment to be. She never had her, like her pretty woman. You know what I'm saying? Like Judy Roberts had one movie. Made her forever. Yeah, a Breakfast Club was pretty huge, but Breakfast Club she wasn't, is she wasn't the one. It, it was, was it was an ensemble cast. Yeah, it was like she it wasn't like it wasn't her movie. Um, pretty Woman was Julia Roberts' movie, yo. Um, oh yeah, like she owned it and it made her a household name. Some like dude Sandra Bullock Speed made her. Then the proposal. Well, actually, no, I would say what's that movie with the football? Um, oh the Blind Side. The Blind Side and Proposal brought her back to the generation. She, she's, she, she's, dude, she's a, she's a monster. Yeah, she's a killer. Like gravity. Oh, she's had some huge movies, but uh, like I can't believe she was in Speed too, dude. Poor, poor Sandra. Kiana was dope. She in had Speed some one, bad movies for a while. She was in some bad movies. Uh, what's the one where she, while you were sleeping, was that her? It was her, dude. My wife loves that movie. Be careful, dude. I just love Bill Pullman, dude. I liked. Peter Gallagher, the brother. I love Peter Gallagher because he was the dad in the OC, and that was my favorite show. I like Peter Gallagher because he's the the, the singer, real estate guy. He's the singer of Hudson Proxy. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he, the 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 king of. And, and oh life is beautiful. my gosh, he is that guy. <laughs> Annette Bening, dude. Oh what my a psycho, dude. Beast. Holy, that movie's crazy. That movie's amazing. Okay. Anyway. Okay, let me go to Steve Gutenberg as Newton Crosby, who I didn't realize 
That guy owned the 80s. He was a big deal in the 80s. What happened to him? How could he be that successful in the 80s? Like, we watched so many of his movies. We watched this one. He, had, he had four or five police academies. Yes. That he was in. He was in five, wasn't he? Three Men and the Baby. Huge hit. Yeah, and Three Men and a Little Lady. Big hit. He was in Cocoon. Big hit. Uh, Brimley was with him in that one. Stinking. This guy had. It takes yeah, two. He was a big deal. My my daughter loves It Takes Two. Which one's It Takes Two? It's the twin girls, the um, Olsons. Olsen twins were in that. Oh, he was in that. Yeah, him and Kirstie Alley, I think. Dang, dude. No, that, that's I, it's one of those ones he's in. But I'm saying Steve Gutenberg, the guy in the '80s, was killing it, and he is gone now, dude. I cannot believe that him and the stinking. Douchebag guy, bad guy, both in Police Academy. Um, Harris, Lieutenant Harris. Police Academy 2 lost the short circuit. <laughs> By one vote. By one That's vote. That's how close it, it was? It was real close. Well, I'm glad I watched this again, though. I am too. But um, Steve Gutenberg, the thing is about Steve Gutenberg, it's weird is. You remember The Boyfriend School? What? That movie, The Boyfriend School? I know that one. Where he's got like uh, leukemia or something, and he's like on a date trying to impress his girl, and his wig f- goes out of place, and he's got fake eyebrows, and he gets like super embarrassed. I haven't but thought of that. Then he comes movie. back, and he's got like the mullet, the hard target mullet, and the motorcycle, and he's like yes! super cool. Dude. Yes. <laughs> um, That's a hard watch, dude. Dude, Gutenberg, what's weird about him is he's not super talented. He's kind of a guy, and he's not even good looking. No, he's he's not like he's not like a Mel Gibson sex symbol. He's not a Jim Carrey, just unbelievable talent in comedy. Yeah. He's not Robin Williams with the manic energy. He's not Philip Hoffman. He doesn't have this these acting chops. He's just kind of this everyday guy who just the guy won the right lottery. Place, right time, yeah. He won the lottery and just got these. Academy ev- won, got the ball rolling, and he here. played that guy almost every movie he was in. Mm-hmm. That everyday guy. Kind of a Paul Reiser kind of thing, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Paul Reiser, even though... What's that he movie was Awesome with? Aliens! What's that movie with uh, Randy Quaid? Where they, all the dads are hanging up? They, they, the McDonald's! The yeah, McDonald's. They, yeah, McDonald's. The divorced dads. Yeah, that was Paul Reiser's best movie. It was a great movie. Really good movie. I can't remember the name of that movie. Dang, I just forgot. Okay, anyways, Gutenberg, though, made some great 80s movies, and he's good in this. Then we get to... We had, we had G.W. Bailey as Scroder. He's a douche in everything. He, what's funny is the Police Academy series, it goes between Harris and Mauser back yeah. and forth. Mauser was only in part two. He's only in part two? Only in part two. I always want to call Harris Mauser because of Mauser and Harris two. is in everything else. Really? Yeah, yeah Mauser's Mauser never comes two. back. Nope, nope, only part two. That's crazy. Captain Mauser. Wowie <laughs> Mauser. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, his hands are stuck in his hair. <laughs> I will never forget that scene, dude. Never do the oh. dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lou. Oh, Lou. Oh. <laughs> his face looks so. Tackleberry's face is so funny. 
nobody. He doesn't know what to do. Oh. Looking around, dude. Man, never seen a guy wash his hair before. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, that's a white man's butt right there, dude. Oh man, that's like the Walmart sign, dude. <laughs> Crazy. All right, let's go okay. back to short circuit. It's the winner after all. Okay, so we have Austin Pendleton as Howard Marner. Okay, um, he plays uh, Gutenberg's boss, and his claim to fame is the bad lawyer and my cousin Vinny. So funny, dude. That role, that, he had a small role, and he turned that role into gold. And it, it, listen, there are some actors, like, and what's crazy is there's just these small actors. When they get a role, they can take the role and make it bigger. The Coen brothers are great for getting a smaller role and letting an actor just make it huge. Um, who does this really well? Stikin, um Muerte. Uh, what's his name? He's in the terminal. He's Stikin. Uh, we know his name. Uh, dang it. There are people, like, listen, Benicio del Toro's small role, usual suspects. Even though you guys say he's like 20 lines, he makes the movie so much better. There's some actors when they come into a, um, a movie or a project, they just bring so much goodness into it. And uh, this Howard Marner guy had this small role in Cousin Vinny, and he just makes Tucci. He oh, makes it. it so. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. You see Tucci in a movie, you know. Oh, some Tucci. He's a great actor, though. Philip Seymour Hoffman, he, if he's in your movie, Along he's going to. Polly, anyone? <laughs> Dude, even... Along with Polly is an unwatchable, stupid film that Phil Superman makes good. I'll tell you what. I'll never watch Before the Devil Knows You're Dead again, but it's some of the best acting I've ever seen in my life. In my life. Same thing with The Master. I won't ever watch it again, mm -hmm. but you want to see two masters of their craft on, on screen? There's, watch there's, the jail scene with him and Stephen Joaquin. Watch the scene where he's questioning him until he can't blink. Yeah, and if he blinks, he got to start over. That scene... That's two masters at work. Joaquin and Phil Superman Hoffman together... You're right. They're masters of the craft. Okay. I, that movie was whack, though, bro. It just was dark, man. So, Pendleton's good. Yeah, Brian McNamara is Frank. Uh, um, and that's the, the dumb boyfriend, the jerk boyfriend. He's the, a douche and everything. Too. He's been in only a few movies. Never career. He was the jerk in Caddyshack 2. Yes, he was. Rich son. He's also the, the nerdy sidekick in Arachnophobia. He was great in that, though. Yes, he's real good. I like. I really like him in that. Does he survive? He survives. Oh yeah, yeah he survives. The too. professor doesn't. You're right. Who oh, played by the warlock? Yeah, guy. yeah. The horror movie guy. Uh. I remember warlock when he bites that dude's tongue off and spits it on the frying pan. <laughs> um, then we get to the, the thing we got to deal with. Okay, Fisher Stevens. 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 As be Ben Jebatuya. So I didn't know this, and many people didn't know this. I didn't know this until we started watching the movie again. Steve Gutenberg has a, has a sidekick who's this Indian guy. And he's probably had the funniest lines in the movie. He, he, I remember the lines from being a kid. I remember loving him. He's such a good character. He is the main character in part two. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's an Indian character. Aziz Azari said in an interview with Howard Stern, right? What was the interview he did? I don't know. He did an interview where he said that watching Short Circuit, watching this Indian man on TV inspired him. Oh, man, his Indian acting, it, it's so awesome. Made him want to act and get into Hollywood. And it turns out he's the guy, the actor, is not Indian. He's a white guy. Which, until 
until my boy Merlin told me it was Fisher Stevens doing brown face, I was like, no. Because in my mind, that dude's the most Indian dude I've ever seen in my life. And watching it again, first of all, the makeup is flawless. Yeah, who's the makeup artist on this? Because dude, they got the beard perfect. The, the, the official hair. black hair. Listen, I lived in India. Tone. I lived in India for years. And he's a little dude. Small guy. The accent is good. Perfect. It's perfect. And the, the, the English being wrong in certain ways is really well done. Yeah. Like, because the thing is about, uh, I studied linguistics in college, and a lot of mistakes that uh, not English, a lot of <laughs> mistakes non-English English speakers make in English is they use, like, the rules that should be right, but English is just a whack language. It's not right anymore. Yeah. And so they, the word sounds weird because we, we laugh because like, oh, you did it wrong. But I, the rules should, our rules are so bad. Like, I before E is there is C or when something like way. Nobody follows any rules anyway. But these are like the rules of English language. Are, like, English is hard to learn because the, we, English is, a, is this weird hybrid between like Germanic and Latin languages. Well, it's funny because when you, when you speak to Texas Mexicans, they, exactly. they say that it's Spanglish. They say the Spanish is like slang. That's exactly what English is. It's like slang. It's weird. I, the UK says we don't speak real English. Please. They don't got real pizza. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, no, they don't, dude. But Captain Mauser. Here's the deal. We live in a time of inc- uh, incredible cultural awareness sensitivity. And... Aziz Zara says when he found out this was a white guy playing an Indian guy, broke his heart. And um, what's crazy, Aziz Zari and this actor have talked about it. If you're Steven says, you know, I was 21 years old, came to Hollywood, got a part, got a paycheck, did part two, got a bigger paycheck, didn't even consider, and no one around did either. Like, so I'm not saying this guy's a bad guy for doing what he did. I'm not saying that at all. No, it's not his fault. He got a role. It's a different time. And th- this happened in Hollywood. Dude, one of my favorite Brian De Palma films is a brown face film. Which one? It's Pacino being a Cuban in Scarface. Yeah, but he's... Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but he didn't paint his skin or nothing. <laughs> he's tanned out? No. Yes, he's not. Not like Fisher Stevens tanned out. I understand, out. but Steakin... Cubans can be a little. They they, they they make him look Cuban, and he does a he plays a Cuban, and the question should be why didn't like a Cuban play that role? Thing about Pacino is when I was a kid, I thought he was Cuban. I didn't know he was Italian. I didn't see Godfather until I was older. Listen, he's Cuban, B. <laughs> um, so I didn't even think about that. He's dude, he's Italian a, playing a Cuban. Italian playing a Cuban, straight up. Dunkachino ass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's Al Pacino. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm Dunka. Dunka Chino. Don't mind the if I do. <laughs> jacket, dude. Oh my gosh. And he's dropping all those movie lines from his old so movies. So I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's so bad, dude. Um, anyways, so here's the deal. This movie did have brown face. A white man colored his skin to play a different ethnicity. That happened in this film. Aziz Ansari um, had to pick to it better because I'm not an Indian person. Um, how do you say? And Antonio Banderas, Mexican. Spanish, so it's close enough. He's Spain, Spanish, right? Yeah. 
I mean, what, 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 what can we say? I ain't saying nothing. Man. I watched the movie. I, I enjoyed it. the movie. I, w- I didn't feel oppressed. I didn't feel like the whites were trying to kill me and take my culture. Don't get down this road, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, I know that we have learned, and yes, if you do a role that's like an ethnic role, hire more diversity. I remember when we watched Coco and see a story of our family. It just inspired us and moved us seeing a story that was truly Mexican. I was, and I was pumped that it was all Mexican actors. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, was, it was La Bamba, one of the few movies we watched. Lou Diamond Phillips, is he? He's Native American. Bob's Mexican is a mug, though. Bob is Mexican. The mo- <sighs> Rita Moreno, dude, she's Mexican. Finding, um, letting people, people, people of color to play people of color parts is a good thing to do in Hollywood, and I'm glad we learned that lesson. I'm just, I don't know if I can judge a movie from the past on things we learned later on, and so I'm gonna enjoy the film just like I enjoy Chick Fil A. I'm just gonna enjoy it. I'm not doing Chick-fil-A because I'm fat. <laughs> That's also reason. So, it, it, I mean, you can... You can I'm not saying we're right. We're trying to figure things out, just like everybody else. And I don't want to cancel nobody for something they did 30 years ago. But I'm going to do a hashtag cancel Fisher Stevens, you know? Yeah, get out of my face with that. He, he needs his <laughs> short-circuit money. Yes, he does. Because he, he has, what, hackers? He's the bad guy. He's... The random doofus in Super Mario Brothers, one of the worst movies of all time. It's bad. Dude, I remember being so excited to see that movie because I love Mario. We saw it in the theater. And the cast was good, but it was just bad. I guess, though. Uh, Same thing with Double Dragon. They're bad. Listen, Milano was in that. Oh, I know. <laughs> dude, how many times you say that tonight, dude? <laughs> so we dealt with the, the thing in the room. It was brown face. But listen, I'm going to say something right now. It's the best prop I've ever seen. As far as just he, to this day, I'm, I'm I think he's Indian. I'm watching it and I'm like, am, are they sure? This I is can't not? pick it apart. He's it's he's perfect. It's I and it makes me want to watch part two to see how good he is in two. Right. They, they get, like like they get everything right. Yeah, they really do. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, let's touch on the movie now. Okay, some talking points of the movie. First of all, movie starts, okay? Just I push play. I said, Angie, I know how it starts. She goes, what? I'm like, there's going to be these weird beeping noises. And it's just it's like, and it was, I remember ex- the whole song. Yeah, I remember watching it for the first time. Uh, Looking at how, how, like, now it's super old technology, but back then I'm like, man, look at these circuit boards. Look at this. Listen, I know we're 30 years down the road from these guys. I couldn't build this thing. Heck no. Listen, I can't believe they built these to film them. Even though they're, they're fake, yeah. they still are robots that have to do things for, yep. in front of a camera. I can't believe they, had to, had, they actually had enough programming to make these machines roll and to raise a hand. Like, this is actually a crazy feat of engineering to make this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, because they got five different robots and they're intermingling with each other. And communicating. Like, I don't think it's puppets because they're, they're, there's no one around them. They're rolling around by themselves yeah. doing stuff. I don't think it's puppetry to you. Or we're just <laughs> that <laughs> kids. But the thing is, maybe the movie magic is that good. There's puppets we can't see. But I, I, 
as a machine, it's pretty impressive. It's dope, dude. And you know they based Wally on these things. Oh yeah, it looks just like him. Wally's like a shrunk down, yeah. sticking uh, Johnny Five. I'm surprised they, I'm surprised they get sued because it's the design, and even it the looks plot exactly like him. The plot. Have you seen? No, Wally? I haven't seen it. He's he, at the very end. He's got to do the bird part thing. Really? I mean, it's very similar, dude. Dang. Um, so I knew, I knew right away the the opening thing, and you get to know the the these, these robots. The military made them. They're gonna be awesome. They have the cool lasers on their stinking shoulders. Um, they're called saints. They're worth eleven mil a piece. That's insane. And the plot is simple. One of these bad was hit by lightning, and it like messes them up. And this is supposed to be for kids. You watch it now. It's like goofy and silly. He's running to the wall like, oh, like it's meant to be for children. This movie, my kids are gonna love it. Do we watch it? We're gonna love it. I can't wait for the kids to see it. That, I'm actually surprised they haven't seen it yet. Well, I just watched it last night. You know, I, I didn't know if it was gonna be. I thought the Indian might be more dirty than he was. Yeah, it was perfect. Like I didn't get a lot of jokes, but it, it weren't super bad. Yeah, they're a little bit bad. They're funny, dude. Um, now, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, so there's a song they play in the movie. It's uh, they watch Saturday Night Fever in the movie, and they dance. It's a really fun uh, Bee Gees song. It's uh, more than a woman. Do, 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 more than a woman to me. It's a good song. And I always thought it was sad. I did. I heard the lyric wrong. I thought it said, you're every woman. And How I, did you think that? I don't know. Sometimes you, dude, I, everyone hears lyrics wrong once in a while, dude. <laughs> Jeez. The Creed one I had wrong my whole life. My whole life, dude. You swore by that one, too. I think I made a bet on that one and I was wrong. Um, but uh, what are some scenes that stood out to you, brother, as you watch this? Um, I always remember when the boyfriend comes to steal to get the reward for the robot, and I remember he takes the car apart. It's awesome. And then he used the laser. I remember he blew off his heels of the boots and hits him in the belt buckle. Uh, Takes off the bill of his hat with that yes. mug, dude. The thing is, though, is if it was a real machine malfunctioning, like I always thought, why don't they just let Johnny Five go? Because legally, oh that my thing could gosh. kill tons of people. That laser is like was blowing up tanks, dude. It's a huge PR nightmare. And the company, what's kind of crazy that the company, the, the Nova company in the movie, is they actually do the right thing. They tell the police it got out. They don't try to hide it. They say, yeah, listen, yep. we got to tell everyone in the area this happened because this thing's, if it fries, <laughs> what he says, what, I mean, what would you say? It's like, it's like, what would you call it? Maybe if he, if, if he blew up, I, a, if he melted a bus full of oh, nuns. nuns. Would, would you, uh, how would you write, or uh, how would you write that headline? He's like, nun soup? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin! <laughs> Dude, oh, he's was got funny. the best line! Because he he's, thinks he's being literal. <laughs> yes, he just... How would you write that headline? Nun soup? <laughs> <laughs> Gutenberg smacks him down. Oh, that's funny, dude. He was funny in this. You know what's crazy? That scene out in the desert with Steve Gutenberg, the creator, and the, and the robot. Soup, and the soup. The tomato soup. When... Uh, 
he want, he starts talking like a robot, but then he says, "No, it looks like a maple leaf. It looks like," and, it, and he's like, "Holy yes. crap! Like what?" He, he in his mind, this is a that machine. That was cool because he knew Newton Crosby was the one who made him. That's why right. he wanted him. Yes, and so Newton Crosby's doing all these tests of like to prove he's a person. What is a person? A yeah. Person can think abstractly. A person can have what do you call it? A spontaneous emotional response. And man, there's some smart talk in this. I'm telling game. you. It, it, some of that is base is philosophy. Like, what does it mean to be alive? And they they don't go into it deep, but they ask big questions. Like, what what does it mean to be alive? And when Gutenberg gets it's there, funny because she's such a good hearted person. She sees that he's a real person. But she, Ellie, she in this movie, literally can't say no to helping any animal. I know. There's some. There's a skunk there's in a her raccoon. Ho- she's feeding. There's a skunk in her house. There's so many animals in the house. Did you did, now was Beasley three legged or was his leg just up? No, I think three legged. He's three legged dog. Dang. He's on his last leg, dude. He's on his last leg anyway, dude. That, Beasley. That boyfriend came to the house. And I forgot that. And he was trying to take Beasley to a stinking science lab. What a dog to get tested on. Well, well, I figured you owe me money. <laughs> what a dog. Man. I know you dude. She hits his car once, he throws her down. Oh yeah. He's going to smack her, too. He was going to smack yeah. her, wasn't he? Yep. He is a punk, dude. Man, oh, man. It just shows you how different the times are because she had a big old nice house. Huge and house. she drives a snack shack for a living. Like, dude, you can't afford no house like that nowadays unless you got three jobs. Dude, shoot. That's that's true, dude. The, the cost of living has risen and the, uh, the the annual wage of Americans has not risen the same rate. I know. It's crazy. Um, it's bull. <laughs> but um, I always remember the scene in a snack shack. <laughs> he single-handedly destroys her career, dude. And the house, dude. He's just dumping apples and oranges all over the place, <laughs> throwing spaghetti and sauce. I was like, dang, dude. She thinks he's an alien, dude. I know. It's funny because it's 80s for you. Like, yeah. Like, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of science fiction stuff. He's, he's a, he thinks he's an alien. Um, but when he, gets, he, he gets out off the base, and the Nova's hunting him down. They're the kind of the bad guys. And he's all he wants is to learn. So he's reading, watching TV. And, and it shows you how much dumber TV makes you. <laughs> and I love TV, dude. Love it, dude. Love it. Um, More input. I love that he loves Three Stooges, dude. <laughs> we'll get to all that, but um, the story is it's 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 a classic story. It's it's the same formula as ET. It really is just the idea of um this thing that isn't human, but is alive, and is an emotional bond with it. There was a few moments in this movie where I thought her and the ro- like they were getting a little too close. Like I was like, does yeah. she love him as a like a like, does she love him? Love him? I don't know. Nowadays, women marry trees and shit, so who knows, dude? <laughs> but, um, dude, he's like, <laughs> he comes when she's in the bathroom, dude. He's like, what is he? I can't remember what he says, though. He's like, you're changing color or something crazy like that. I'm like, dang, G. Um, but she, because her character loves animals and she can't say no to any hopeless case. Yep. She's the perfect person help help Johnny yep. Five because she realized even though She's this guy passionate. messed up her house, messed up her job. She doesn't want to. Throw, she, well, she wants to help him. Business, dude. 
dude, when he hits the snag snap off the top with the bridge, I felt bad for her, dude. I know. I'm thinking, like, I'm so, I'm so business oriented. When the pants fell out, I'm like, that's a hundred dollars right there. Like, I'm like well, doing dude, the math. I'm, I'm, all the food, everything. He's. I always remember he's cooking breakfast and he just puts the stick and throws the stuff right on the burner. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. He dude. flips it, dude. I remember, I've never forgot him doing the eggs, just. <laughs> Still lumpy. <laughs> dude, I never forgot some of those things, dude. Um, but, um, Steakin, I really, really enjoy And we're going to talk more in a moment about it, but let's go ahead and break for the, how you support the show. How can you support this nonsense that we call the Red Room Theater? A couple ways you support the show. First, consider becoming a patron of the show at patreon.com slash theatre. Give a dollar a month to make the podcast go. Pays the bills, keeps the lights on, expand a new territory. Uh, Tony said earlier we're able to mix this uh, through a soundboard so we get better quality into the computer, which is great for us recording. So you're... You you know, supporting the podcast really helps out a lot. Thank you guys so much for all those who support the show. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Source of one for the month of June. Source of was the winner. If if we get, I'm gonna get easy. If we get two more supporters this week, if we get two more supporters this week. We'll put out a special episode and we'll do Police Academy too. So if we get a couple more supporters this week, say what. So if, if, I'm telling you, if they give a couple more supporters, come on and get out our monthly. I'm saying, way to ask me about this stuff, dude. <laughs> Jeez. So you can give, you become a patron at Patreon. Much love these fans. Patreon.com slash Red Room You can do that. You can also go ahead and buy some of our T-shirt merch over at um, Threadless, which is at thre- um, threadless.redroom.com. Um, so that's, a, that's where our Threadless store is at for Red Room Theater. You know, also, uh, some of our guys just said, I don't want to give monthly. I don't want anything. I just want to give a donation. On our website, redumtheater.com, you can go ahead and just go to PayPal and give a donation. Just to say, I appreciate what you guys do. I enjoy the, I enjoy the, the, enjoy the stinking radio show, the podcast. Here's a couple bucks. That would be cool, too. So, Raise Us Right, Raise Us Wrong. This movie, okay, it's, it's, it's a movie we enjoyed, we watched, we laughed, it entertained us as kids. It didn't change our lives. But one thing we did learn watching this is just honestly, Tony alluded to it earlier. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but quoting random crap is the funniest thing in the world. Denny Five does the whole movie. It is awesome. He quotes random commercials. He quotes, uh, dude, I haven't heard that Dr. Pepper slogan in forever. I love how Benjamin reads it, dude. <laughs> dude, he does. He wants to so it. funny. Wouldn't you like to be a Peppa too? <laughs> Dude, that was the old school slogan. Yep. I, I, I've not heard that. And he goes to the, the, um, the Campbell's Soup slogans, and they're funny. Like, he does his John Wayne impression. John Wayne impression. Dude. And we started learning early. Like, we learned early to start just yeah. grabbing random yep. crap. And we, we, we almost had our own language growing up. We still do. Just commercials and movies and music and um, inside jokes become this language we share. And I don't know why. And if someone gets your joke, dude, I was at the zoo, Toledo Zoo, this last week. This guy in front of me had a tattoo on his leg of uh, it's J.R.R. Tolkien. He didn't do it, but after he died, um, one of his, I think his kid made an awesome logo. It looks like a T. But the T is a J at the bottom, so you have the T. Okay, for people that aren't geniuses, who is this? 
J.R.L. Tolkien wrote The Lord of the Rings. Okay. I've which is one of the... I never know that because I don't watch Jared Tolkien. three and a half hour movies that aren't They were books, Tony. They were books. They made a book out of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the book is one of the greatest fantasy novels of all time. So there's the T into the J, and there's R on both sides. It's, it's, it looks like this cool sword. So to me, I would have thought it was All-American Rejects. <laughs> so, very similar. It's like a symbol of his name, of his letters of his name, his, his initials. Who's Johnny? So I see that, and I'm like, hey, dude. He goes, what? I'm like, nice Tolkien tattoo. And all of a sudden, him and I have an understanding. You should have pulled a line from the, from the book, like on Clerks 2. I'm not that cool, dude. Just throw a one l- ring, something, something. D- one ring to rule them all. Remember <laughs> that on Clerks yeah. Two? <laughs> so stupid. The the guy the the guy buying the burgers and, and the, the guy g- selling them. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid, dude. <laughs> so that dude that dude loved it though, didn't he? Oh, his kids were like, "Dad, no one's ever known your tattoo what it meant before." Like, so he that he got some got some mad love. But if you quote something, someone knows it and gets it. It's like this like special like language, like, oh, we're in the same crew, same club. Um, but we learned early on how funny it is just to memorize random bits from random movies or TV shows. And what's funny is Johnny Five takes this stuff and uses it. Like he he reprograms the bad the bad robots to be three students. Hilarious. Okay, this is way stupid, but I was listening to there was a when David Chuck used to be on 89X. There's a guy that was on later on the day. It used to be. Yeah, they're 101 now. They replaced Drew and Mike. Like 10 I didn't years realized, ago. I realized, I, in my mind, there's the same place. So okay. there was a guy named Cal Cagno, and I, I just never thought he was that funny, but he's you know, he good enough DJ. <laughs> One day, cause, and I'm, I'm like a underground huge country fan. You're a huge so, country fan, dude. So I'm listening one day, and randomly he just goes, he was talking about somebody, and she switched to country music. So he, he said the news story, and then he goes, yeah, so uh, she gone country. And it was quiet for a second. He goes, look at them boots. And I just started <laughs> dying because that's an Alan Jackson song. <laughs> I was like, I want to call up and be like, I got what you said, bro. <laughs> right. Um, but things like that, and when you get it, you're like, you feel like you're one. You're like, yeah, you're like doing the air fist bump, dude. Like, dude, yeah. there was this tiny little like throw a throwback in Just Friends. Um, remember with Ryan Reynolds, dude? The movie's incredible. The open, Him and his little brother are the best part dude, of the whole movie. When he's in the past with the braces, he's all chubby. Oh, he's in high school, and he writes that big thing to her in the yearbook. <sighs> well, and then, dude, so the everyone makes fun of him, right? Everyone makes fun of him, and he gets on his bike to leave. And he gets on his bike, and he literally says, he's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm pulling out of here to win. And he bikes off. And that is the last line of Born to Run, the Springsteen song. And I'm, I, it, I, it broke. You felt his pain on that one. He was trying to be, he tried to be like, express his feelings to the boss. And no one cares, and it's not cool. And literally, when he did it, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was such a, a lame high schooler. I would have tried to pull that line to try to like, oh yeah, show how awesome I was. But if, if the thing is, if you try to do that, and no one's with you. You'd look stupid. You're the guy with a 4.0 that would say, "I may not be a smart man, but I do know what love is." <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the, the, I, I little love do any woman we ever fall. Well, you and your wife, but any woman I'm ever serious with, little does she know that everything that comes out of my mouth that's awesome was from a movie. Dude, everything. I've been busted by Angie so many times. I mean, later. I mean, ten years yeah. in wet in our marriage. <laughs> we're watching. Oh, like, oh, we got this movie. We're watching. She, uh, hey, and then twenty minutes in, you're like, "Damn, this is the one." Oh, I hope she don't remember. Dude, <laughs> I've, I've I've forgotten. So we're watching a movie. She look over at me. And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "You said that line to me. We were dating." I was like, "Dang, <laughs> babe, it's genius writing." <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, dude. Who's uh, the, first of all, that song, which is awesome, it's so stuck in my head. It's, it's unbelievable. They play it three the times. The whole movie. Just Let's like, learn how to dance. Johnny, he said. And it was not written for this movie. No, it wasn't. It's a random, like, sea level hit they took and afforded the rights to and just call him Johnny Five because of that song. Dang, dude. They needed a song with a name in it that was cool. Johnny Five. Johnny Five rings, though. Dude. It's a great name. It really is. Johnny Five is an awesome name. It is. How is Gutenberg not in part two? Bigger budget, so they needed less of the main actors. They could have them too. And Gutenberg probably had, a, had enough power to ask for more money. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, did. dude, Cocoon was a big movie. Like, like all his movies did. Like, Three Men and a Baby was a huge. huge. Dude, it had the sexiest man alive in it. What are you talking about? Tom Selleck. Is this this man alive? In my book. Oh, Selleck. It was you Selleck. Seen that mustache? It was him, and it was uh, Cheers. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. That is the three amigos right there, dude. Those are some big 80s guys. I'd love to see it again. I kind of want to watch it again. I'd love to see it again. How about Three Men and a Little Lady, bro? Man, all those movies. Remember Curly Sue, dude? I, with Jim Belushi. Yeah, I just, love, dude, I just love 80s movies, man. Isn't Three Men and a, and a, and a, and a Baby... Isn't that the scene? That, isn't the movie with the the rumor of the dead guy in the window? You know what it was? It's a cutout, right? Cardboard cutout. But for years, people Everybody thought. thought well, that's because there was no internet. No internet, and there was also the the Wizard of Oz. That's real. No, it's not. I I had a sleepover, uh, all the uh, marching band sleepover, and they showed us that scene, and you see the midget swinging. That's not real. I swear, we all watch, we all watched it one night when I was in high school. A midget killed himself on set. Yeah, you see him swinging. There's no way. I swear, we I remember watching it. I don't, and that it was we watched it on VHS, dude, and we were watching that. I I swear, I swear, I remember, dude. We gotta we gotta we go, gotta figure Google it out. This I do remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna email some of these people that were at that sleepover because I re- distinctly remember rewinding it and being like, "Dang, oh my gosh, dude, it's crazy how the internet." Things travel. Oh, debunks you. I mean, the thing is, sometimes mystery's cool, man. It you is. You gotta prove everything. It's Dance awesome. Science. <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling my science teacher once, because I failed a test. He's like, Ernesto. And I, I, I wasn't even like, I wasn't like a Christian or anything. I was just like a kid who didn't want to do this work. Um, but his question was like, what makes the sky blue? And I'm like, it's, I wrote, it's just blue. <laughs> And he goes, the answer is this. I'm like, I don't want the answer. It's blue because it's beautiful. It's supposed to be blue. Leave me alone. Like, and he, he failed me. Dude, that's when you're supposed to have the super fine teacher with blue eyes. Why is the sky blue? It's because it matches your eyes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you ever try to like, talk to a teacher when you were in high school? 
Of course. Garcia? No, not Garcia. Stathakios. Not Garcia. Yes. No, that was yours. That wasn't mine. Mine was Miss Joseph. Mine was Stakios, dude. Stakios. Because it was something before, but then she got she married. married. She first came. She was a married. She first came. Yeah. I asked her to prom, and I she you did. <laughs> and she didn't say no till the next day. Dang. There God. was hope springs eternal for one day. Please. So you're saying there's a chance? That's right, baby. <laughs> Never tell me one in a million, bitch. <laughs> You're so stupid. I mean, it could have been none in a million. Oh, okay. Who's Johnny? She said. Do, 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 do. What a lame song, dude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> For next week. We next ain't done. Week. We're an hour, over an hour in, dude. We haven't even talked about the movie. Yeah, we have. Man, with man. <laughs> I bet we just started talking about the movie. No, dude, we've been in a movie for a while. Man, we've been in everything else for a while, dude. It happens sometimes. We need to have people brain us in, dude. <laughs> I try. Good luck. Um, You'll need it. Uh, <laughs> what was that? That was from Smash, Smash Brothers. T- it's Smash, Smash TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Um, So... For next month. So go watch Short Circuit because you didn't learn shit from this podcast. Wink with a little plot, but listen, the robot's awesome. Johnny Five is alive. He's a great character. His design is awesome. He, I love the, uh, I love his tank tread tires. There are some scenes, though, where you know it's not his hands because his hands couldn't bend the certain ways. Oh, yeah. Like, like those fingers are not doing that. Like they're so, they're so like elementary, you know. Yeah. The three prong. But uh, in part two, he doesn't have the laser. He has like a Swiss Army knife on his shoulder. Yeah, right? yeah. He's got the tools. The hang gliders on there, dude. I'm gonna before I go leave. As a kid, I remember getting teared up in part in part two. Oh, when they beat him down. When they beat him down and he's dying. And he's trying to like that's trying to like, to like put stuff on him, like tie him up and Oh yeah, he's like spurting oil and yes. you he's looking like blood. I remember being like traumatized as a kid. Yeah, you were a super emotional kid though. E.T. murdered you, dude. E.T. destroyed my life. So for next for next uh next month. Man, can you imagine having that stinking name as a kid? <laughs> Dang it! I'm glad you can't see what we're talking about right now. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> It's summer school, a classic summer teenage movie versus mystery date. An early Ethan Hawke film. That's got Fisher Stevens in it. Fisher Stevens. And he's got a, it's one of my favorite roles he's ever been in. He's amazing. <laughs> he just keeps getting crapped on, dude. It's great. You feel bad for him. But it's um, so funny. But those of you who know mystery date, it's about an awesome car and a first date. There's a lot of good first date movies. In, yeah. Like Blind with uh Bruce Willis Bruce and Kim, uh Kim uh Basinger. Kim Basinger. Then there's Who's That Girl with Madonna? You know what's funny? When I was really young and Blind Date first came out, I thought it was about a girl that was blind. That that happens. Is she crazy then? Psycho. Does he when fall she, for her? When she drinks. <gasps> She goes, she goes crazy, not in a good way. No. Like she's crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. White girl crazy. Dang. 
So summer school versus mystery date is our our vote for next month. Who's Johnny? He said you can listen to the podcast on the Apple Podcast Store or on Spotify. Like the store, you, if you like the show, you can leave a review. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/redrumtheatre. As always, I'm Ernesto and I'm Antonio, and we'll see you next time at the Red Rum Theater. Yeah, she goes and knows I'm dying.